They suck. They suck. The roster sucks. The players suck. Everybody's tired. Everybody's hurt. Tobias has some type of inj- flu illness. I don't know what's going on with Tobias. I don't know if this team is going to make the playoffs. But, um, yeah, man. Welcome back to the Off the Cliff Show, brought to you by 14th and Market. Uh, today, we want to talk about or get into uh, Joel Embiid, his knee surgery, his procedure, whatever they want to call it. Uh, he just had that today. Talk a little bit about Tyrese Maxey's 51-point game, even though he has sucked since. We also have a giveaway going on. Uh, all you have to do is follow the Off the Cliff Show Instagram page, and that is at the Off the Cliff Show Instagram page, and you could win a Tyrese Maxey Slam t-shirt celebrating his uh, first All-Star appearance. So we're giving away... Uh, probably about five to ten of those t-shirts so uh, definitely that's all you have to do to enter uh, go to again follow the off the cliff instagram or the off the cliff show instagram page all you have to do hit up give a follow help get our uh, our followers up uh, also if you are listening right now on youtube need you to take a second hit that subscribe button hit the like button post a comment if you want if you're listening on any podcast stream, make sure you subscribe. You hit the, uh, you rate it five stars. Um, yeah, man, shows a lot of support to me. That's all you have to do. Everything is free. So go ahead, um, do that for me. But yeah, man, here's the intro. Let's get into it. Yeah. So, um, they suck. Um, <laughs> this, uh, do I want to start off? Okay. No, let, let's, let's start off with joel so mb got his surgery today he had a procedure on his meniscus uh give me a second let me just pull that up uh philadelphia 76 star joel mb underwent a left meniscus procedure on tuesday and will be reevaluated in approximately four weeks so uh he got a procedure today we're all wondering when he would get it because this kind of determines what they're going to do with the deadline because the reports came coming out were they didn't know what they were. They didn't know if it would be a season-ending injury. What is in my eye? But uh, they didn't know if it would be a season-ending injury, depending on um, his surgery. So they had to wait for that. And we were all wondering what they're going to do because if it's season-ending, you probably don't have to do anything at the deadline. But if not, if he's going to come back, you absolutely have to do something at the deadline. Um, then what was tweeted after? How Embiid's recovery goes over the next few weeks will be paramount, but there continues to be a belief that the door isn't closed on the possibility of the reigning MVP's return this season. Uh, sources tell ESPN. So there, it looks like the Sixers are gearing up for him to return. Uh, this talks to me. So I, I tweeted out yesterday that if he is going to come back later in the season, probably close to playoffs or even four weeks of the, if he's out just a month, and he's going to be reevaluated in four weeks. If he's out just a month and he's able to come back, that is the best possible scenario for us as Sixers fans and seeing him play is the best possible outcome for the Sixers. Now, if he is out longer than that, if they are saying he won't come back into the playoffs, which is also fine, Daryl Morey has to do something. He's on fraud watch. He has to do something at the deadline to improve this team because they are just not built to win without Joel. The roster construction is com- is centered around one player, and their problems are the same as they. I feel like they've always been as long as we've been Sixers fans. Is ball handling, shot creation, and shooting. They don't. They the Sixers have this idea of 
they just get a bunch of players that do one singular thing or two singular things instead of players that can do a little bit of everything. So like the only, if somebody can shoot, they're only going to have shooters. He can't do anything else. He can't dribble. He can't shot create nothing. If he have a shot creator, he, that's all, that's all he can do is create shots. Can't do anything else. Kind of sort of like Tobias, but they get like, they, they, they have this, this singular mindset of we're just going to build strictly around this one player. And honestly, this is probably the best roster construction around Joel Embiid since 2017 when they had the Marco Bellinelli, JJ Reddick. But this is the issue with building around just a singular player is if that player goes out, now what do you go to as a team? How do you build an identity without that star player? Now, granted, Joel Embiid is the best player in the NBA right now. So, of course, you're going to lose games when he's not playing. It's just, duh. But the way this team looks right now after their loss last night to, um, who did they play last night? Oh, they played the Dallas Mavericks with a fully healthy Luka and Kyrie. They just look bad, man. Like they 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 can't shot create. They're they're gearing up. Um, they're just send the the opposing team is just sending the entire defense out, selling out at Maxi. Whatever screen he calls, whatever type of ISO he gets, they just blitz him. And then once he gets the ball out, nobody else can create a shot, or they don't think fast enough. And everything is just slow. Nobody knows what to really do, what, where they're supposed to be. It's just bad because they're in positions they're not used to being in. Um, so teams are just going to sell out to blitz Maxi, send everything at him, and just get the ball out of his hands. And then that's just going to lead to last night, Maxi forcing it a little bit and just trying to do everything himself, which he, I don't think is it's not fair to say right now. I don't think Maxi is that type of player right now or this early in his career. Like the, He's used to getting looks off of Joel and the offense running and cutting. Um, I will say this is the best that the Sixers have looked in. I've said it before recent years, like they're fun to watch while and when Embiid is on the court, they cut, they do everything um, that I've been begging for Sixers teams to do. They cut, they rotate. But when he's out, it's just such a loss. You can see how they depend on him for almost everything. And it it just can't be that way. Like when I know they're out, Melton they're out, Batum Batum's out, um, Cup Roko's out, but it's like these players shouldn't have this team looking this drastic, this having this drastic of a drop off to where they are. I think ten games ahead in the playoff race, and there's a possibility they don't make the playoffs unless Joel comes back early. I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, bro. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, Springer had a good second quarter. Um, Garden Luca. We all know how I feel about James Springer. I don't think he's good. He can play some defense. I would. I would not take the. But I would not take that away from him. But everything after that, after that, he is he is just bad. Um, he forced three steals on Luca in like a row in that second quarter. He had six points, three steals, I think three rebounds as well. Um. Yeah, I mean, he could, he could play defense. He was like the only bright spot of the Sixers last night. Um, just, it's just offense. It just looks like he is just he doesn't he's not processing things fast enough, or he's just thinking entirely too much. Even on the steals that he got when he was on a fast break, it looked like he was just thinking about what he was going to do next instead of just freely playing. Um, so you know, and I heard a lot of people talking about like if he could have, he could become an All NBA defender. I do think he has that potential. But everything on offense is just 
bad right now. And I heard a couple people saying like, if he could ever just do one singular thing, like, uh, you know, I listened to Kyle Newbeck, uh, Devon Givens and Derek Bodner last night. And like Derek Bodner is just saying like, if he could do one single thing, he could be a really good NBA player, like a really good rotational piece. While I agree, I don't think they, the Sixers have a time, the, the time for that. The, because the amount of work and years going to seasons is going to take him to just develop one offensive skill that you can say, that's what we need him for. I think it's just going to take longer neck as kind of goes back to Doc Rivers and just not playing him enough. He just doesn't play the young guys enough. Like we're just now finding out, we just now found out Paul Reed was good last season. Doc was kind of forced to play him. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think Springer matches up with the timeline. I would like, I would love to keep him as an experimental piece. I just don't think he fits with the Sixers timeline and what he could possibly be. And it's also what his third season, I, I forget how long Jaden Springer has been in the league, but like he's still young. Um, I do think any trade that we do have, he's going to be included as a sweetener. But I mean, he had a, he had a good game last night. Uh, Sixers played hard that first half, man. They played really hard. They had the lead going into half. Uh, Maxi got in early foul trouble, but like they stayed afloat. Then that third quarter, they just they just fell apart, and it was it was it was mainly defense. I think the, the Mavs scored ten on ten straight possessions. And it was a lot of the Sixers just running around like chickens with their head cut off. Like the, the rotations we saw earlier in the season where they were just flying. They were all just like on a string. It Without Joel, it is gone. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know what happens. It's like they're not communicating or they're overhelping or they're not helping fast enough. It just went to hell. And then the Mavs just got open three after open three after open three. And it's like they would miss, but – Eventually, like the first half, they were missing, but eventually you could just tell they were just going to start hitting and you would you would just hope the Sixers can just keep up enough energy to like, okay, if they do start hitting, we're going to have a big enough of a lead or we're going to be able to just stay in the game long enough to where we could just rely on Maxi and Tobias to bring us home. But that didn't happen that third quarter. They blew it wide open and pause, pause, pause. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, um, they're they're just not the roster construction is not good right now for for to be built around Maxi. I mean, nobody else can dribble the ball like like it's just, they they can't create a shot for themselves. Nobody nobody can can just take the ball and say Maxi just take a break go to the corner. He has to he has to do everything right now as far as a half court offensive set, and it's just bad. Like to, you can get it from Tobias sometimes, but. Uh, Again, he's dying or like under the floor. I don't know what's going on with Tobias. He's been sick for two weeks. Um, yeah, you just can't you can't rely on Maxi to to be a number one right now or to face his workload. It's a good it's a good test for him to see you know where he's at right now. I do think he's like a year or two away from being this possible number one guy. He might not ever be it, and that's okay. We all know he's a bona fide starter. Um, not we won't be a number one on a championship team, but like you get it. Um. Yeah, they're just they're just there's not built well to like to compete with anybody because like they just do singular things, each of them, except for Maxi and maybe like Tobias. Um, it'll help a little bit when Melton gets back, but like this leads me into um was I oh, this leads me into like the trade deadline and Daryl Morey. Whereas like you have to get him some type of help if you don't think that they will contend at the end of the season, or if you think Joel is going to be back, no matter what, you need to bring in somebody that can help Max because you don't want to burn him out. 
So that's why I say go get a tie a DeJounte Murray. Or even if you wanna if you wanna do the whole, all right, Joel's not coming back or we're just gonna punt the season, you can still make trades around the margins or in the mediums of like a Tyus Jones or like one of the Bogdanoviches, like somebody that need that can create their own shot to help Maxi out. So defenses can't be like, all right, you just gotta focus on him. Whatever happens after that, you know, we'll live with it. Because like they were just blitzing Maxi. He would throw the ball to Paul Reed or somebody in the middle of the, the in the middle of the floor. Nobody knows where they're supposed to be at. It's a four on three. But then everybody's thinking so slow because nobody knows what to do after this. The Mavs just were able to get back easily and now it's back to a four on four. And it's like, what the, bro, just go hoop. Just hoop. But they can't do it. And then like Maxi for is ends up forcing shots. He couldn't make a layup last night. Then he eventually he said it himself. He just started playing for calls, which he never gets. So that's like another issue with Maxi. Not his, that that isn't his fault. It's the ref's fault. But he like he never gets foul calls. Uh, I think he went to the line three times tonight. But like you have to get him some help. You have to have somebody where the defenses can take their eyes off of Maxi and then focus their attention on somebody else. And you can do that without this stupid cap space plan in the summertime where you're essentially praying for somebody to be a star to be disgruntled or say, I want to come here and play in Philly, especially after the Joel Embiid injury when they're like, God damn, he gets injured every season. <laughs> like, who would want to come here? Like, you have the Maxi Embiid duo, but, like, you can't depend on that because you can't depend on Joel's health. And on top of that, the Caspway's pan is dumb because instead of working with this season, working with Maxi, Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, Kelly Oubre, Batum, all these players on your roster and whoever gets shipped out on the trade, you work with that now. Cap space, you're just going to have Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey, and you're going to have to build an entirely new roster. So, like, it's just, it's, it doesn't make sense. They have to get him some help now, um, which will help Joel Embiid later down the line if he does eventually come back, which brings me to my point of they should have made a trade earlier in the season like i was saying so they can get chemistry and learn how to play these games without joel and b because you know he would miss time earlier in the season that's just who he is that's what every nba player does so now you have them adjusted to playing without joel so when he does eventually go down for that we weren't expecting this many games but when he does eventually go down or he does eventually take his rest days or his rest games off you have a team that knows how to function without him right now they have no idea what to do without him and that's roster construction. It's coaching. And I'm 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 not gonna blame like put all the blame on Nick Nurse because he's done a a, a a fantastic job to start of the season. But they just need to they need to figure out how to play games without Joel. They need to bring in somebody that can be a secondary ball handler, shot creator. Maybe bring in some defenders. They need to bring in shoot like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they waited so long. Whoever was going to be available has been available for the past two months. Maury has still not made a move in the cap space plan, which is dumb, which I think he is feeding the analysts just so they can throw scent off of whatever he has going on. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Mobamba sucks. But he, he he can't. He doesn't go attack rebounds. He just waits for it to fall to him. He has a seven four wingspan. And he's getting beat out for rebounds by Pat Bev. Um, he had uh, who's the Kleba was getting rebounds over him last night, and then like the game before. And it's like, but what are you? What are you, he doesn't protect the rim. He doesn't score. He can't shoot anymore. Wait, no, he doesn't hit threes at the volume that you need him to be to be a stretch five. Like it's just. 
like ridiculous shit. Like the roster. Oh my God. The roster construction is so bad, bro. Once you get the ball out of Maxi's hands, everything goes to hell. And it's, it's, it's been like that for a while. They just don't have enough. And they're like, they don't value what is like the kind of like the Eagles with linebacker. Like they don't value people that can do multiple things, even on the average level. If you have multiple ball handles on the court, that's, what was I going to say? Oh, if you have multiple ball handlers on the court, that stops the defense from circling in and zeroing in on one player on offense. And then, you know they're going to focus. They're like, all right, well, Joel Embiid's out. Their next star is Tyrese Maxey. We're not worried about Tobias. He's dying. Melton's out. Batum's out. Like, all right, send everything at Maxey. And he's going to see that for the rest of the time Embiid is out. So Maxey's going to have to somehow figure it out unless Maury makes a trade here by Thursday at 3 p.m. <sighs> they are they they are a frustrating team to watch right now. Um, I don't. It's a bad basketball. I don't know if they'll if they're gonna make the playoffs. Honestly, man, I don't. I, I truly don't. I mean, <sighs> I truly don't. I'm just trying to look at my, make sure my camera all right. But yeah, man. Um. Yeah, but go follow off the cliff page <laughs> for this. Uh, get that giveaway. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know what to. I don't know what to say about them. Um, hopefully, like I said, trade deadline. I will be having a podcast. Uh, we'll be doing a show on that. We have a very special guest for that episode. Um, we'll see, man. Hopefully, Maury sees what is the issue. You like I said, you can make trades in the medium around the margins just to get Maxi some help. And then if you want to go into the the off season with the cast face plan, fine, do it. But you cannot have this exact roster go out there every single night while Joel is out and expect to compete for anything. It, it just won't happen. The, the roster construction is just not there. They are, they are a bottom five team with this roster right now. And I don't, I don't think that's insane to say. Also, I know what I wanted to talk about. I didn't even write it down. Why are we all of a sudden acting like Harden is – just we should have given him the max this summer. Why did I see people on Twitter tweeting about that? Harden has had four games in his last 10 where he has scored under 20 points. Yeah, he's a perfect clip fit for the Clippers because the Clippers are already good without him. They're just healthy now. Like they have Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook. They were already good. Norman Powell, um, if 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 it's a Zubac, like they would have been doing the same exact things without Harden. Harden is just now there facilitating everything. He is not some godsend that they got, and they're like, oh, my God, the Clippers are winning because of Harden. No, the Clippers were already good. They just got James Harden to facilitate everything that they're doing now. He's the same. If you, I know a lot of us don't. Well, I know a lot of Sixers fans in the fan base don't watch basketball outside of the Sixers, but if I go watch a Clippers game, he's doing the exact same thing he was doing in Philly. That frustrated all of us. Driving, looking for calls, not getting them, shooting unnecessary step back threes he sucks at catching shoot still even the play last night even the game last night where he had 30 and okay yeah even the game last night where he had 30 and he, he had essentially the game winner over Trey Young he was getting bottled he almost lost the ball he had some Mickey Mouse off the backboard bullshit that shouldn't win he was getting bottled he's still the same James Harden he had one 30 point game last night last night like he's still good but he's not some godsend that we like traded away that would have been any different here. 
Like we gotta we gotta stop doing that. Just you, nobody's had tweets about Harden since October because he's out of our minds because it's not he's not making so much of a difference over there in, in LA that we messed up. And y'all gotta also look at it like this: the Sixers are, are hurt. Mind you, yeah, when these players get back, they still won't be they still won't be good, but they're missing the fucking MVP. So like put that in perspective. Before before Joel and B got hurt, we were talking about the Sixers being possibly beating being able to beat the Boston Celtics with one more move. So stop with the revisionist history. Nobody wanted to give him R in the max in the offseason. So don't act like we want to give him the max now. Stop. Stop. I need y'all to stop that. Just go watch Clippers game. He's the same as Zach Harden. The Clippers are just a good team. And that's okay. We can admit that. It's all right, man. Oh, that, yeah, but that that annoyed me earlier. I don't know. <sighs> Twitter. But, yeah, man. Um, I saw, so just pretty much wanted to, you know, break down the game last night. Um, this roster construction, what, what they could possibly do with the deadline. I don't know. I am in the camp of, like, you just give up the two picks for DeJounte Murray. Give up the fake first that you got from the Clippers. Um, and there's another, the not the real one, but the, like the fake, not the, the the one later. I think it's in like 2020 or 2029 or something like that. Give up the, the like the fake first you got from them and like give up another first. Or you're like your first year this year, get DeJounte Murray to help max you out with defense, scoring, ball handling, transition, like all of it. Just get him some help, bro. We've been going all season with Maxi being the only reliable ball handler. It's time to, you know, like go all in, and then like you can go all in for this season, and then it'll like it'll trickle over because Deontay, I think he has two or three more years on his contract. Like it'll trickle in the next season. Like it's fine. You can still build a team after that, guys. Like you don't, you're not giving up all your assets. You're still gonna have the cap the cap space for next season. Like now you're just gonna go into the into the off season with Joel, Tyrese Maxey, and Deontay Murray. That's cool. That's a good core to build around. If you can resign Tobias to a lower number, do it. But but don't go but don't put all your tips in the in into free agency when Philadelphia has never been a free agency destination for players unless you're gonna pay them the bag. So yeah, man, I don't know. But uh, like I said, we will be back for another pod or another show later this week after the trade. I think on trade deadline day at right like right when trade deadline ends. Hopefully the Sixers make a move. Like I said, um, giving away. Tyrese Maxey, um, I didn't even talk about him being named to the All Star game because his pod is so late. But like, amazing for him. Uh, we've all—he's like our our little son that we all knew he was going to All Star game. See, we're all so proud of him. Uh, so yeah, to celebrate him being named All Star. Oh, he's also he's also competing in the three point contest. They announced that last night uh, too. So that'd be dope to watch. It'll be fun. Um, hopefully, Maury makes a, a move at the deadline. But like I said. To celebrate Maxi and his All Star Reserve selection. We are giving away five to ten Tyrese Maxi Slam Edition shirts. He's a, you got a Slam cover. You got his All Star selection. We're giving away five to ten shirts. You can pick whatever color you want. All you have to do is follow the Off the Cliff the Show page on Instagram, and that's at Off. I meant that is at the Off the Cliff Show on Instagram. So go follow that. You will be entered. We will be. Uh, I will be announcing the winner. Uh, Wednesday before we play the, before the Sixers play the Warriors. So, yeah, man, bought to you by 14th and Market. Uh, great giveaway. If you can get a free shirt, try to get a free shirt. Doesn't take that much. If we can get to 100, we might do another give. 100 followers on Instagram might do another giveaway. But yeah, man. Um, until the trade deadline, which is in two days. Hopefully, it makes something shake. But yeah, man, off the clip show. Uh, remember, like, subscribe. It's free. Supports me. 
if y'all like listening to the show, let me know. Uh, I also want to know. I don't know if I want to like every post game or like every uh, my dog's falling, but um, every post game or like like two episodes a week or something. I'll I'll figure it. I want to. I'm gonna start doing live, going live on YouTube too. So whenever we do that. But yeah, special guest for the trade deadline. Make sure you tap in. Um, yeah, man, I'm out.